Vanuatu The Impact of Cyclones Judy and Kevin Crisis Impact Overview Between 1st and 3rd March 2023, a rare double cyclone event occurred involving two Category 4 tropical cyclones, Judy and Kevin, hitting Vanuatu. The cyclone contained destructive force winds with an average speed of 150 km per hour, with peak gusts reaching up to 220 km per hour. Heavy rains, thunderstorms, and rough seas accompanied these winds. Early estimates by local government authorities indicate that the cyclones have affected approximately 250,000 people, equivalent to more than 80% of the population. The provinces most affected by the cyclones are Taffy and Shifa, where Port Vila, the capital and most populated city, is located. Other affected provinces are Malampa, Panama, Sonma, and Torba. On the 2nd of March, the Republic of Vanuatu declared a six-month state of emergency across the country as a result of the severe impact of the cyclones. The Prime Minister of Vanuatu has requested the assistance of the Pacific Humanitarian Team, which comprises UN agencies, INGOs, and the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies, IFRC. Vanuatu has also requested the assistance of the EU Civil Protection Mechanism for Aerial Capacities and Sea Vessels for possible evacuation and aid delivery. UN and Pacific member states have deployed personnel and equipment for humanitarian assistance and assessments. The recovery cost of the damage caused by the cyclones is estimated at 50 million US dollars. Anticipated scope and scale. Although Vanuatu is experienced in responding to cyclones, a double event such as the March cyclones is extremely rare and may be unprecedented. The South Pacific tropical cyclone season would typically last until the end of April. Until then, new tropical cyclones, even if smaller in magnitude, could worsen existing needs. March is historically the month with the highest rainfall in Vanuatu. Further rains could particularly affect the displaced population and delay infrastructure reconstruction. The rains in Vanuatu pose a high risk of landslides because of the steepness of the ground in several parts of the island. During past floods, subsequent landslides worsen property damage and displacement. Most communities in the worst-hit provinces rely on rivers for their water supply. These rivers are susceptible to pollution from untreated runoff and mud, meaning a heightened risk of outbreaks of waterborne diseases. The breeding season for mosquitoes in Vanuatu is also from November to April, increasing the risk of the spread of endemic insect-borne diseases, such as dengue and malaria. Humanitarian constraints Phone and internet reception is severely disrupted, affecting the facilitation of assessments that are still in their early stages. The two telecommunication providers in Vanuatu are either disabled or have limited reception and services across the country. The population in Vanuatu is scattered among numerous islands with limited transport connectivity. Five airports are being repaired, and at least one quarter of the arterial road network is inaccessible. The country's geographical isolation from responding nations, their limited financial capacity, and damage to physical infrastructure pose major challenges in delivering essential services. Crisis Impacts Shelter There are approximately 5,100 people in evacuation centers. Assessments are still underway, but the high-level destruction of houses made from local materials is likely. There are more people staying in shelter centers than those sheltering in place, indicating the significant level of damage to houses. Tarpaulins for shelter are among the immediate relief items expected to be distributed by response agencies. The likelihood of overcrowding in evacuation centers may increase the chance of disease outbreaks, including waterborne diseases. The crowded conditions may also result in the spread of respiratory illnesses, such as COVID-19 and influenza. Livelihoods and food security 
Significant foliage and crop damage are expected because of flooding and wind force, and these affect the livelihoods and food security of people in Vanuatu. An estimated 80% of the population assessed in 2019 depends on subsistence agriculture. During previous cyclones, commodities such as rice, canned fish, and noodles were distributed to the affected people. These commodities will likely be a recurring need in the current response. Youth and Education Around 58,000 children in Vanuatu are in need of humanitarian assistance because of the cyclones. The cyclones have damaged 28 schools, around 10% of the schools in the country, which are undergoing repairs, and an additional 16, 5% of the total, are being used as evacuation centers. The loss of homes and schools can disrupt the education of children over the longer term. Preschool support and child protection services will be needed to help children regain a sense of normalcy. Health Health facility assessments are still being conducted, but pharmaceuticals and medical supplies are likely needed in the affected areas, as the cyclones have also damaged medical centers and hospitals. Across the country, there have been reports of cases of watery diarrhea and leptospirosis, as well as injuries from flying debris. Reduced access to healthcare facilities and essential medication is expected. In evacuation centers, there are unvaccinated children, pregnant women, and people with medical conditions, such as scabies, yours, and diarrheal diseases. Increasing urbanization in Vanuatu is leading to urban overcrowding, leading to unfavorable environmental conditions aggravated by the impact of cyclones. This development could increase the emergence of diseases and other health problems and heighten existing health challenges for a country already facing the public health burden of increasing rates of non-communicable diseases, emerging health threats from climate change, and illnesses from communicable diseases. Wash the cyclonic winds have potentially disrupted wash services for approximately 150,000 people. No running water is available in the main affected areas. The main affectations are related to access to power, consistent water supply, and safe drinking water. National and local water systems need repair and restoration. The contamination of water resources because of flooding has been observed, increasing the possibility of vector-borne diseases. People in evacuation centers have reported limited access to clean water. Impact on critical infrastructure As of 13 March, 28 schools were undergoing repairs because of damage to their infrastructure and 16 were being used as evacuation centers. As of 10 March, some businesses were closed, and power outages and communication challenges remained across the country. As of 3 March, many roads along the north to south path that the cyclones crossed through the islands were flooded. Power outages and damage to communication systems are causing connectivity problems, potentially hampering aid delivery and the development of accurate needs and damage assessments. The cyclones also damaged 80% of the communication networks in the country. Drivers of the crisis Rainy season Vanuatu is located in the southwest Pacific, in an area frequently hit by tropical cyclones. The country typically receives two to three cyclones during the cyclone season, which normally runs from November to April. It has one of the highest disaster risk ratings in the World Risk Index, driven by natural hazards such as cyclones, landslides, and coastal flooding. Compounding slash aggravating factors. Earthquakes. Vanuatu is located on top of what is called the Ring of Fire and experiences active volcanic and seismic activities. If an earthquake were to occur in the near future, it may lead to increased landslides and limit response capacity. In the past, Multiple natural disasters happening at the same time hampered the delivery of assistance to people affected. Climate change and resilience capacity. Because of its geographical location, 
the nature of its soils with high seismic and volcanic activity, and climate change, which has increased annual wind speeds, leading to more cyclones, Vanuatu is one of the most disaster-prone countries in the world. In fact, it is one of the countries incurring the highest costs from natural disasters at about 1.1 billion US dollars. According to some projections, this figure will increase to 1.4 billion US dollars in a worst-case scenario. This means Vanuatu could lose about 20% of its annual gross domestic product responding to natural disasters. Disasters of the magnitude of the two recent cyclones could accelerate this process and weaken the country's capacity to respond to future events, which are likely to continue occurring. Dependency on subsistence farming Around 80% of the population in Vanuatu depends entirely on subsistence agriculture, while the remaining population, mainly in urban areas, relies on products from local market centers for sustenance. The cyclone's impact on subsistence farming would affect people's ability to generate income and basic needs, especially for women who are highly dependent on subsistence farming for livelihoods. Humanitarian Response National There is a Pacific humanitarian team comprising UN agencies, INGOs, and the IFRC working closely with the Vanuatu National Disaster Management Office and other government entities. The National Disaster Management Office is coordinating assessments in affected areas. As of the 13th of March, all the rapid assessments coordinated by national institutions in the two most affected provinces had been completed, while rapid assessments in less affected provinces were still continuing. International The UN and Pacific member states have deployed personnel to coordinate humanitarian assistance in Vanuatu. The humanitarian response has benefited from the distribution of some pre-positioned items. Australia, France, and New Zealand have sent planes with humanitarian assistance and have arranged for reconnaissance and coordination flights between the islands.